Hello, I'm Dr. Shante, and welcome to another season of Believing Bigger Podcast. Hello, believers, and welcome back to Believing Bigger, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger in your dreams. So here we are, episode seven, and today we're going to be talking about free indeed. And I know some of y'all thinking, oh, I know what scripture she about to use. He who the son says free is free indeed. Nope, it ain't even in here. Not even in the whole presentation. Stop being presumptive. All right, because today we're coming from Galatians 5, 1, and it says this, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. So what we're going to be talking about today, free indeed, is this. Number one, we need to establish a premise here, and that premise is that God has freed you. Number two, we're going to talk about don't look back. And number three, the long way. So let's get right into it. So the first thing we have to establish in order for you to really receive this podcast, the episode, the way that you need to, is you need to accept that God has freed you from some things. A lot of times we like to say, when I look back over my life, but no, like when you really think about it, okay, when you, when you look back over your life, God has freed you from some things. So let's look at the receipts, as we like to say, let's look at the receipts. God has freed you from some toxic relationships. Some of you, he's freed you from some oppressive soul sucking job. Okay. That just, you hate it to wake up in the morning and go to it. It just was killing your spirit. God has freed some of you from addiction, from addiction to all kinds of things. A lot of times we think just drugs, but we can become addicted to so many things. Okay. It's not just drugs or alcohol. Uh, we become addicted to a lot of things. Some of us are addicted to food. Help me, Holy Ghost. Um, <laughs> God has freed us from a bad doctor's report. We think that only older people, you know, are the ones that get bad doctor's reports. No, people are dealing with all kinds of health issues in our age group. Okay. So don't think that that just happens, you know, when you get to be a senior citizen. God has freed us from certain mentalities, from insecurities, even though we talk about insecurity on this show. But for some of us, we're like truly walking in purpose and we don't care. You know, we're not a slave to to judgment and what people think or what they have to say or how many likes we get on the picture. Like God just delivered us from that whole mentality. He's freed us from being a slave to sin. So if you are a believer, okay, in Christ Jesus, one of the things that he freed you from right at that moment was the penalty and being a slave to sin. Some of us, God has freed us from that mentality of, of paper chasing, okay? Just just hustling and on the grind just all the time and team no sleep and, and 24-7 and, and all of that. God freed you from that. He, he taught you how to work smart, not hard. And here, our scripture for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand fast, therefore. In other words, stand confidently and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And this is critical to your purpose because let me tell you something, God cannot use you if you are still in slavery. God cannot use you. Remember we talked a few episodes back about attachment. God cannot use you with attachment. Why? Matthew 6:34 says, "No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other." You cannot serve both God and money. In other words, you can't be working trying to please folks and, and trying to please God at the same time because those are two totally separate agendas. Folks got interest in things that 
usually displease God. God ain't studying about none of that stuff. So here it says you cannot serve two masters. You either going to love one or you're going to hate the other or you're going to be devoted to one and despise the other, but you can't. And a lot of times, you know, when I say, when you wake up in the morning, you grab your phone instead of your Bible or you, you enter your emails before you enter your devotion and things like that. You know, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. I'm not trying to come at you. I'm not trying to throw shade. But think about who are you giving your time to? OK, because the Bible says where your, your treasure is, your heart will be also. What do you treasure? You treasure your time. So where do you give your time? Think about it. Think about if you got a boo. If you got a boo, if you want that relationship to last... <laughs> y'all gonna spend some time together but you also got some ex-boos you be like well, i don't even talk to him no more i, mm, I deleted his number from my phone mm -mm, I, I can't even rock with him no more sometimes that's how we treat god until we need something real talk so if you are living in bondage or slavery or attachment you have to let that go because if you don't god cannot use you this is critical to your purpose if you are still in slavery you cannot be used so here God continues or, or the word continues to say, stop straddling the fence. So God not only has freed you, but he didn't free you to sit. He freed you to serve. God didn't free you to sit, to be on the bench. He, he wants you to get in the game and do some stuff. OK, he wants you to bear much fruit. So he freed you to serve out your purpose, but you have to choose. And a lot of times we don't want to make that choice, OK, because we live in a world that says, hey, you can have your cake and eat it, too. You can go your own way. Burger King, you can have it your way. That's Burger King, but that ain't the kingdom. Okay, that's not the kingdom. That's not how it works. Joshua 24, 13 through 15, because Joshua was leading the people that wanted to do that same thing. They was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to live out my life with a sprinkle of Jesus on the side. You know how that, how that do. And Joshua said, look here, this is the Lord speaking. In Joshua 24, 13, 15, he said, I gave you a land on which you have not labored and cities that you have not built. You ain't built the house you live in. It's always that one person on the podcast is like, well, I did. That's you. But you know, most people, you ain't built the house you live in, okay? You might have picked out the finishes, okay, and the nickel-plated this and that and the granite of quartz countertops, but you have not built that house. You have not built the city that you live in, and you dwell in them. He said, you eat the fruit of vineyards and olive orchards that you did not plant. You went to Mariano's. You went to Kroger. You went to Safeway. You went to Aldi. You went to Trader Joe's. You went to Whole Foods if you got it like that. But you ain't been out in the fields planting the food that you eat. You ain't been out in the country slaughtering the calves and the pigs and the, all of that, all that beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. You didn't work for none of that. Somebody else worked for that. He made the provision, and so you just go in there and you just buy it. He said, now, therefore, since I gave you a land that you didn't labor in and you didn't build, and since I gave you fruit that you didn't have to plant or really work for, he says, now, therefore, fear the Lord. In other words, respect the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose you this day who you will serve, whether the gods of your father or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I know that the world makes a really enticing, compelling case. In fact, Jesus says that. He said that wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. 
He said, oh, yes, a lot of people going that way. And we're social creatures. Okay, think about it. You could be minding your business. If all of a sudden you see a big crowd of people running in one direction, you ain't asking no questions. You're like, okay, you know, <laughs> you out. You know, you ask some questions when you get to a, a block away. Okay, what was we running for? What was we running for? What's going on? What's going on? We're social creatures. We are hardwired to follow the crowd. We're not going to sit up there and be that one person. What's going on? Um, let's investigate. Like, no, we don't need to know all that. We'll, we'll find out later. So we see the crowd going, we running with the crowd. So the world makes a really compelling case and it looks glitzy and it looks glamorous and it looks like it's just popping. And Jesus said that wide is the gate and broad is that way that leads to destruction. He said, but the way to God is narrow. And he said, there are very few that find it. There are few that find it. And so here, God has freed you from some things, but a lot of times we want to stay one foot in that world and then another foot in the God world and say, okay, now I got my own kind of doctrine, my own little map to life. And God is not a fence sitting God. Okay. He says in many cases, he said, look, you're going to have to make a choice. Either let your yes be yes and let your no be no, but don't be talking about this in between stuff. Okay. He said, you either hot or you cold. He said, but you cannot be lukewarm and a lot of times we don't want to pick a side because we want to hedge our bets we well i don't want to be too much on this side because i don't want folks talking about me but then i don't want to be too much on that side because you know then i don't want to mess that thing up either you ever have people in your life they ain't really with you but they kind of with you halfway just in case you pop off and blow up you know them folks like i ain't really with you but just in case you know you got a good thing going if something happened then i'm gonna be like hey girl hey Hey, brother, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm real happy for you. You, whatever. <laughs> okay, them, them halfway, them sometimey folks. So God has freed you, and now you have to make a choice. Which brings us to don't look back. So here's the thing, folks. With freedom comes responsibility. Slavery makes you less accountable because you can always blame your actions on the slaveholder. When you are in slavery, when you are in bondage, okay, when you on drugs or something like that, you know, you can say, oh, I'm not responsible for my actions because it was the drugs. It was the alcohol. It was the this. It was the that. So when you're in slavery, you don't have to be accountable because you can always blame the slaveholder. But freedom, on the other hand, makes you responsible for your choices and actions. You're responsible now because with freedom comes what? Responsibilities. Well, freedom comes responsibility. You know how that was back in the day. Oh, I can't wait to get grown. I can't wait to get grown. I can't wait to get out of my mama's house. I can't wait to get grown. Now, all I see on, on social media, ooh, adulting sucks. Adulting is hard. Oh, I hate being an adult. Yeah. When the storms of life come and life gets hard, we can be very tempted to slip back into the very things that God has delivered us from. Because... When God delivered the Israelites and they was murmuring to Moses, well, in slavery, at least we had three meals a day. Well, in slavery, at least we had. OK, well, at least at that old job, at least I had, you know, when, when things get hard. OK, because entrepreneurship <laughs> is hard out there for a pimp. It is. It really is. Entrepreneurship is no joke. A lot of and social media make you believe it is. But, you know, they say the grass always looks greener on social media in real life. It's very hard. You know, people will show you what they make, but they won't show you what they kept. Hello, <laughs> somebody. Look at all the money that came in. Okay, but how many bills you got? 
How much debt you got? They never show you that part. So when the storms of life come and life gets hard, we can get tempted to slip back into those things that God has freed us from. Old relationships, or we want to start cutting corners in the business, or we start letting social media dictate our choices. We start yearning for things that brought us temporary satisfaction, but no real peace. No real peace. And so God is saying to us, don't look back. Don't go back to those things, okay? You know, and I'm asking, are you free? You need to move forward. Jesus said, Luke 9, 62, he said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. When you plow a field, you got to be all in, eyes forward. You cannot plow a field looking at what used to be, looking at who you used to be with, looking at the money you used to make, looking at the things you used to do. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. Because when you do, you're not a good candidate to be used in God's service, to live out your purpose. If every time trouble comes, you're ready to run back to the very things that God delivered you from. There's a real famous saying, and I don't know who said it, but, you know, we said it in my church for years. It says that sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. The bill always comes due. That's how I think about sin nowadays. I think about it as a credit card with no limit. And yeah, you can run them charges up and you might get by for a little while. You know, you get the shoes immediately. And you be like, hey, oh girl, those some cute shoes. Like, okay, you be like, okay, you get your compliments and things like that. But guess what? The bill always comes due. And you never know how those consequences are gonna come. So for the most part, you know, our effort is to just try to steer clear of that because we don't want what comes with on, on the back end of that. And so we have to have that mentality of moving forward. Otherwise, we find ourselves trapped up and wrapped up in some things. Okay, you know, you get into a relationship that you thought, oh, this is going to be a quick little dip. And four years later, you still dipping. I'm like, dang, I can't shake this fool. It's like tissue on my shoe. I just can't, can't let it go, okay? We find ourselves in those, those situations, which brings us to the long way. I love this. This is so critical. Please don't miss this. Exodus 13, 17 through 18. So this is when God let his people go, right? Tell old Pharaoh, let my people go. It says this, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that way was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israels went up out of Egypt ready for battle. Don't miss this. When God freed the Israelites, he did not take them the direct route to the campground. He didn't take them the easy way. He took the scenic route. It said, lest they see war and want to run back to Egypt. In other words, he took them the long way because... Yes, there were, were Philistines on the shorter road. And even though they could have girded up and fought them, some of them would have run back to slavery at the first sign of trouble. So he said, I'm not going to take them that way. I'm going to take them the long way. And God is doing that with some of us right now. You see it so clear in your mind where you want to be. You know what your platform is. You know who you want to serve. And it's so clear in your mind. And in order for you to get there, you know that you had to, you know, be freed from some things, okay, from some mentalities and from some relationships, and you had to let some things go. And God is taking you the long way, and you're so frustrated because you want it now. You want it right 
now, you know, you, it's so clear in your head and you're frustrated because you're like, Lord, I'm trying to be faithful. I'm trying to do right. You know, I'm trying to walk the narrow path. Why won't you give it to me? Why are you taking me the long way around? It said he took him the long way by the Red Sea. Well, let's talk about that. What happened at the Red Sea? God showed up at the Red Sea. He didn't, not only did he not take them the short route, he took them the hard route. He took them to the Red Sea. When they got to the Red Sea, now they looking at Moses like, what are we about to do? We can't cross, we ain't got no boats. We can't cross this sea. Now what? God showed up. That's what. God took them away that would allow them to see that he had the power to deliver them. God is taking you through some things right now so that he can let you know that he has the power to deliver you out of that situation. All of us have a Red Sea moment in our lives, a point where we can we cannot go any further. We've done all that we can do. We've prayed all that we can pray. We've spent all that we can spend. We've worked all that we can work. We cannot go any further. We are at the Red Sea of our purpose, of our lives, of our destiny. And now we're looking like, well, now what, Lord? And what did God do? He parted the Red Sea so that they could walk across on dry land. He purposely led them to a situation that they could not traverse on their own so that when their backs were against the wall and it looked like it was over, God made a way. And so many of us have that testimony. So many of us have that testimony where we've tried to do everything that we can do in our own strength. And when it looked like all was lost, God came in out of nowhere and made a way. So here's the thing, folks. Don't get frustrated about the long way. Yes, God freed you, but he didn't free you to leave you. <laughs> he's leading you to your destiny. And yes, he's taking the long way. God didn't free you to suffer, but through suffering, we learn. Sometimes we don't know who God is until we have to lean on him. He freed you to live out your God-given destiny, and there are some things that we have to learn along the way. And here's the thing. He made provision for them every step of the way. Now, this is coming from Exodus 13. You get about chapter 15, they finally made camp by the rivers of Elam, okay, in the springs of Elam. But here in 13, every day, he led them with a pillar of a cloud, so all they had to do was follow the cloud. And then when it got dark, he led them by fire. Every night he gave them manna, bread from heaven. OK, and then allowed quails when they needed meat. OK, to just fall dead at their feet. So all they had to do was skin them, pluck them, eat them. Every day he made provision for them. And I'm going to tell you something. You cannot learn those things. You cannot learn about the provision of God because I'm going to tell you all something. Some of you are walking towards your campground right now and you've reached a point where you need God to make some provision. You need God to pay some bills. You need God to bridge the gap. You need God to, to make up the difference. You need God to, to sell your home or to do a loan modification or to lower your rent or to give you more money on your job or get another stream of income. You've needed God to make some provision for you somewhere because you in your own strength, you had just run all out of effort and, and know-how and ingenuity. And then he shows up and he does that just to show you, I got you. I got you. So by the time the Israelites made it to the campground now, by the time they finally did get there, a couple chapters in, they were ready for battle. Now that they had been trusting God, now that they had been on this long journey and, showed, and God showed them that he could deliver time after time after time after time after time, by the time they finally did make it, then they were ready for whatever came their way. 
But fresh out of slavery, they were not ready for that. That's why God had to take them the long way. God has delivered us from some things, but we got to go the long way so that we can learn when we get to where he's leading us to, that we can be ready for what comes when we get to that level. So now my favorite part of pod class is to you folks. What is your biggest takeaway from this episode? I feel like um, God has really taken me the long way. Like over time or through these years, um, I have a list of receipts. And Dr. Shantae, I'm sure you know some of them. You know, each season I learned something different. At the time, I'm like, you know, like, why God? Why? I can't take no more. But the next season I learned, like, okay, you brought me through that because you made me stronger or... You got me through this toxic relationship or you got me through, you know, an an addiction. Because at the end of the, like, right now, I'm going through a season where I'm working on self-discipline. And through this season, um, I'm learning to hear God clearer. And now I'm at the point now, it's like, I don't worry. I used to be a worrier. I'm at the point where I don't worry because I know I see the end. I see the end of the tunnel and I'm just I'm going through the long way and I'm trusting God and, you know, I'm just being stronger. You know, one of my favorite songs, um, I know we like the new stuff, you know, the stuff to kind of make you your leg shake, you know, because um, I don't know if you guys knew this. Uh, I'm a choir director. I've been a choir director for like 20 years, you know, and that'd be my cardio because I get it crunk. I get it popping. But one of the old songs we sing in the church is, is we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He never failed me yet. And sometimes when we're going the long way, you know, we have to pull out the receipts and say, has God ever failed me? Has he ever let me down? Even when things didn't go the way that I thought they they should have went, didn't God work it out so that it was so much better for my good? You know, and sometimes we have to hold on to that and and stay encouraged in the long way because God got you. So my biggest takeaway was, um, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. So when God takes you the scenic route, it's so easy to become frustrated. Um, Doubt creeps in and you begin to wonder if you heard him correctly. I know every single time I'm like, I think this is the way he wanted me to go. I thought I heard you, but it's like now that I'm going this way, I think you said being a Christian, that's when you come across the most obstacles. I thought before I developed a relationship with him, that when I started my relationship, that that's when it was going to get easier. And that's really when it got harder. Um, But every day I continue to remember, like, he always provides. He always provides. And just being able to go pull those receipts to know that he's always going to be there. He always provides. But there are those moments that you still want to know, like, okay, what's the plan? What's the plan? What's going on? I'm following you. Can I just let me know? Like, I want to follow you. I want to walk with you. I want to be with you. But if you could just let me know, God, what's going on? And those are just the moments that I have to center myself, meditate, pray, and just to make sure that I'm like my prayer right now has been let my will be your will. Let me be aligned with what your purpose is for my life. Let it be aligned with my purpose, be aligned with your purpose. And you know what's what's wonderful about that is that really when you come to that place of detachment, because what you just described is like, okay, I'm going to detach myself from what I think this is supposed to be. Just whatever I'm doing, let it be lined up with whatever it is that you want from me. That's a beautiful place to be because now it's not in your hands anymore. Okay, you know, we talk about all in his hands. Let's put it in his hands and, and let him work with it because honestly, it's much better off in his hands than it is in my hands. You know, sometimes... The ch- sometimes God will give us something that we ask for just to show us 
we didn't really want it. The Israelites, after God had made all these provisions for him, for them, after a while, they said, we want a king like all the other nations. What we look like, we out here without no king. We want a king. And God was like, hello, um, I'm, I'm providing day in, day out. You ain't wanting for nothing. You know, you ain't outdoors. You ain't hungry. You ain't starving. I got you. Nuh-uh, we want a king like all the other nations. And as soon as they got that king, that began the process of them going into captivity and into bondage. So sometimes God will say, okay, honey, I'm gonna let you have your way. And then we realize, okay, cause, cause some of us have that testimony, dear future husband, then you got future husband and you like, oh, okay. You married who you thought they were instead of who they really were. And now you got problems. Okay. And now you're yoked up and you're trying to figure some things out. The Bible says that he will not withhold any good thing from from his children, from those who diligently seek him. And so if you're diligently seeking him and if you're supposed to have it, he will let you have it. OK. And sometimes he has to take us the long way. Sometimes he has to teach you how to manage your resources while you broke. So that when you get better resources, you be like, oh, I already know how to do that, please. I know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. So now that I got abundance, now that the money is coming in. I know what to do with that. Okay, so that you don't go through it quickly. So believers, if you got comments, questions, takeaways, hit your girl up at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter, on Instagram, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believing Bigger with Dr. Shante. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to follow Dr. Shante, you can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Shante Says.